Hello, everybody, and welcome to Mind, Body, Spirit, You. This is our monthly channel, and I am your host, Reverend Leah Fortner. I am joined by Laura Morante, who offers our monthly channel. Hi, Laura. Hi, Leah. And it's funny because I feel like it's repetitive that I always say I'm so excited to be here, and I'm exactly where I want to be. It's kind of my happy place, but... Today, I say it with even more excitement. Uh, it's been a couple of months since I've actually sat in this seat. It's been intense, to say the least, going through this new year and the first couple of months of 2016. And Laura and I, a couple of times, chose to play channels that we've recorded before. And I missed a couple of channels that the lovely Dodie and Laura did without me. But of course, it was divine, and I'm happy to be back. And we are recording this channel today on March 23rd, Wednesday, pre-recording it to play for you all on Friday. And the beauty in that is that today is the full moon eclipse in Libra. So what does that mean? <laughs> um, first of all, we just came from the solar eclipse. There's two eclipses this month in March. On March 23rd today we have the full moon lunar eclipse that happened at 6 57 a.m eastern standard time and i was able to sit at the beach and meditate for that the libra full moon eclipse is bringing to closure a lot of what we've gone through the last few months and going into the end of the year in 2015 was a lot about processing our shadows uh, a lot of like what's deep and stored within us was coming to the surface. So you might have felt a lot of conflict and chaos and intense feelings and emotions in your life. But it's amazing to be sitting in this space because it's, uh, it's offering us closure uh, to move into a new life cycle. And that kind of started on what was the solar eclipse on March 8th. Uh, that we were going through. So March has been so beautiful that we've moved through a series of two eclipses to really help us shift and elevate uh, and work out those shadows and start anew. And on top of that, we are in this amazing period of Easter and the resurrection of Jesus and this astounding energy that Jesus brings forth in so many of our lives and, and history in general, the sacrificing of self for the bettering of humanity that he did for us. And we have Thursday this week, which is, uh, Laura, what's Thursday? It's the, the Last Supper. The Last Supper is Thursday. So Holy Thursday, the Last Supper. Then we have Friday, which is Good Friday, the day that he was crucified. And then on Sunday, Easter Sunday, the day he was resurrected. And before we started the show today, Laura brought to my attention something she was reminded of in church this past Sunday on Palm Sunday, where he walked with the palms, that most of Jesus's work and the words that are shared with us to this day, the echo into our futures and throughout history happened within this one week span of his life, such an intense journey he had and awareness and, and healing others on earth and sacrifice that he gave us that then so much of what we take from him happened in this profound week of his life that he surrendered for us. So if you can just take all that in and, and just clearly connect to how much power is sitting around us right now at this exact time to call into our lives and support us in our transformations as we continually evolve, just to bring consciousness to it, to get that boost. Uh, it's seriously profound. So like I said, I couldn't be more excited to hear the messages that come through for us today. I am wide open and so ready for it. So let's, without further ado, let's take some deep breaths and center ourselves so that we can clear our minds and become present to receive the beautiful words and energy that come through Laura to us today. So wherever you are, if you can just relax into your seat, drop your shoulders, allow your facial expression to relax, close your eyes if you'd like, and just become present to the moment. 
taking a deep breath in and exhaling into a peaceful present state taking another deep breath in and exhaling allowing the mind to become blank and your thoughts to fade away drifting with every exhale and your senses to become more aware maybe the slight sounds you hear in the house the chime of a bell ringing outside just the little things that you notice when you're becoming present in your body in the stillness of your own consciousness taking a deep breath and allowing your heart to open and your energy to become heightened in your body perhaps tingling as you breathe in deeper knowing the feeling of love as it spreads through every cell in your present moment breathing in fully relaxed fully aware listening from your heart with a quiet mind and take another deep breath anchored centered and open I'm going to hand it over to Laura <coughs> thanks Leah <coughs> all right I'm getting right into it let your mind release all that you have been considering and contemplating let all thoughts be free let yourself be free of all thoughts let yourself be free of all encumbrances all that plague you in this material realm and let your soul feel the freedom to be that is what this time is about that is what you are all searching for that that way to open up to the higher aspect of you and to recognize the connection that exists within you to the creation of all life. That is what we are. We are the energy of creation. We are the energy that defines this human experience. And when you think in those terms, you want to expand your understanding of what that looks like. You want to give your imagination something to work with. So see it. See it as that light, the light of the divine that exists within you. And then follow the flow of that divine and see how it moves through you. See how it is not confined in you or to you. But rather that that same light, that same flow of divinity moves through you into every human being you interact with. Recognize that there is a flow to this experience you call life and that it is all connected and that it is beyond logic, the purposefulness of those connections. See beyond what you understand life to be in the physical and recognize how divine you are by opening up your mind to the idea of your own divinity. This is that time for those that are willing to embrace the divine, engage the divine, and recognize that the divine is there to be experienced, to be a part of this reality, to support those that are open to it, and to allow the flow of life to define this reality rather than the inclination of the human being that you are. This is where you struggle, each of you, in your desires to be something that you think you need to be. This is where you lose your connection to the truth of who you are in trying to create some projection of what you think is an astute representation of you. Even in your most spiritual inclinations, you cannot assume to understand the workings of the divine. And that is where the human being gets frustrated and limited. And where we look for freedom is in our ability to just submit and surrender to the will of the one by not restricting our movements according to our limited human interpretation. We are so much more than the human beings that we see moving about this earth plane. And it is in our ability to see beyond that if we choose to. So it is a matter of focus now, isn't it? Where do we focus our intention? Where do we focus our energy? How do we express ourselves in this human condition? Do we allow ourselves to feel entitled to speak our truth regardless of how it will be received? Or do we edit it according to who we want to be accepted by? 
do we allow ourselves to express our creativity in the moment that we feel inspired to? Or do we confine it to those times that we gift ourselves as moments for creativity? <clears throat> are we recognizing the rigidity of the structure we exist in? And are we willing to break it down, to break ourselves free from it? Or do we feel obliged to it? This is the challenge I put to all human beings to ask yourself, what is it that I give my life over to? How do I spend my days, my time here in this physical form? What do I feel responsible for? What do I feel obliged to? And where do I feel the freedom to create? Now think of that. If you are the energy of creation, you yourself the energy of creation and you come into this world that has been created by those that have existed before you until you take on those limiting constructs and <clears throat> constructs and and integrate them in a way where you create your identity around them where you do not feel comfortable being authentic with yourself because it doesn't fit into this reality ask yourself what are you creating here are you creating the opportunity to move through such dissonance that you feel prompted to look beyond the illusion and find the truth that feels so purposeful inside? You can deny that this is your truth. You can deny that these purposeful assumptions exist in you <clears throat> but you understand that as energy you cannot dismiss them they are a part of you and they are here not to plague you not to have you <clears throat> judging your experience questioning and doubting what it is you give effort over to but to show you the way beyond the confines of logic and this restrictive institutionalized system you exist in It's the, it's the illusion created for the challenge it brings to our ability to know our truth. So how long do we align with the low frequency energy that is currently holding all of this rigid structure in place? How long do we let the fear manifest as anger and uncertainty to the point of losing one's sense of self, one's true sense of power through purpose, inspired by the divine. We have to choose to want to release ourselves from this. And when we think we hold ourselves back from being inspired. When we think in terms of great certainty, we feel the intensity of the low frequency definitions coming to plague our mind. Those low frequency interpretations of life that are attached to the emotional intensity of anger and fear and frustration when, dear ones, will we learn to play the game? When will we recognize those fears, those doubts, those angers as the exact emotional triggers in us to prompt us to see beyond them, to prompt us to shift our intentional frequency so that we can shift our reality? When will we realize that that is the purpose of all of the intensity on the earth plane right now? <clears throat> it is not to join the anger. It is not to engage the fear. It is not to identify with the fear and lose ourselves to it because we are the energy of creation. And if we take that fear on, we create from the energy of fear. So you have to see it for what it is now. It is this intense now because we are being pushed 
to know our truth. We are being prompted to be the energy of change here in this experience, the energy of change. And so the little mind will say, well, I just don't know how that looks and I just don't understand how I am to be something that I don't understand. Once again, when will we learn to play the game? When can we find our way out of logic and into the awareness that exists for the direction that it will give us. We must see the fear and the anger as the energies prompting us to know our truth. We must be the ones that get inspired, inspired to challenge the fear, inspired to challenge the anger. We have to see it for what it is and we have to recognize that when that fear is so intense that we feel we have nothing other to do than engage it, than to add our fear to it, we must recognize that we are just compounding that fearful creative energy on the earth and that it is time for our human beings to realize who they truly are, how powerful they truly are. And the only way we're going to do that is if we experience it, dear ones. No one outside of you is going to be able to tell you that you are the powerful creator of life and that your intention to hold yourself to a higher frequency is going to shift this reality and you're going to believe it. You have to experience it. The mind needs that physical world validation. And no one is denying you of that. But you are challenged to have faith in something that has not been confirmed for you yet. Right now, in this moment, humanity is being challenged to believe in the energy of creation that we are all working with, that we are all a part of. So the religion you refer to in this time is that of Christianity where it is implied that the father that exists outside of the human being inspires the individual through that divine connection. And if that is an image that works for you, then by all means use it. And if it doesn't, then create one that does, where you recognize that there is a divine source of life and that source of life moves through you and in every experience in this human reality but recognize it must come through you. Recognize that. There is nothing in this human experience that has not come through that human level of consciousness that has fragmented into individual personalities. We are one. Divine creative energy. That is who we are. We can no longer play small. We can no longer deceive ourselves by believing there is some divine creator outside of ourselves forcing us to have this experience in this way. Some divine one outside of ourselves we can place blame on for all that is wrong in this world. No longer can we exist in that illusion. Not if we continue to pray for freedom from that. Not if we continue to pray to change this reality. If we pray to that energy outside of ourselves to change our reality, then we must be the willing vehicles for that creative process to, tran to, sh to, to transmute the creative energy on the earth plane right now. Who can do that but you? 
the human beings willing to say, I will not engage the fear, regardless of how impractical a thought that appears to those that are so tied to the intellectual certainty of what must be. Are you willing to stand up for truth? Are you empowered by your connection to the divine in a way that inspires you to know that it is your job, it is your duty, it is your purpose on earth in this moment to be the love that this world needs so desperately. Can you overwhelm the intellectual confusion of who we are with the truth of who we are, with the truth of the power of the love that we are, to the point of believing that all you need is to be the love and to know that your love energetically flows into every human being on this earth. That a part of you exists in all and a part of all exists in you. Can we break down the barriers of separation we've created in our minds and pull our energetic field together in an effort to create in this physical world a cohesive movement toward peace and unity consciousness? have to watch the way this information flows into your awareness. You can feel the intense sense of purpose I convey here and you can feel it touching you so deeply. And yet the instant the intellectual mind gets a hold of this information, it wants to question, it wants to doubt, it wants to fear all of these assumptions here. And that is where your effort at sustaining a faith in what you know you feel but you cannot see is so important. This is where we are as a community, as an energetic family. We are each looking to redefine this reality according to something softer something gentler, something more open and free. And you each know that as you think about your daily life, as you think about the conditions and restrictions of the environment you exist in and the life you are living, the logical mind cannot imagine how this can take place how you can be a part of facilitative process of this transition and that is exactly purposeful and divine and that is the thing that frustrates the human being this answer, this direction this effort will not be defined intellectually all you can do is create the space of love in you so that that frequency can be the vehicle for divine creation. See yourselves as that vehicles for the energy of creation. And ask yourself, what energy are you adding to this collective creative process? 
And you can know as you look around this world that there are many adding fear. But there are many adding faith. And there are groups intentionally adding the energy of non-attachment to this state of duality that we exist in. <clears throat> and it's important for you to hear that because a part of the resistance to change is our attachment to what is. Where although we may not like the structure of the system of the society that we exist in. We know it, and we know it well. We know it as an impenetrating energy in our familial fields. We have been building up an attachment to this for generations. with each soul, each intellectual mind that has added its creative intention to this society and the way that it exists. With each soul that was willing to create an identity according to this society, supporting this society, it became more ingrained in who we thought we had to be here. And those that resist have always been denied. The ones that have been guided by their intuition, that have known they were not born to give up their freedom to the fear and the fearful constructs of logic. Those are the great creators of the world, the ones that were willing to step outside the boundaries of logic, to step outside of the boxes created in this society for all those wanting to be human. There is such a sense now in all human beings that something is off, that something is more off than it has been for generations. And human beings think we've been going in this direction for quite some time. And how far from our truth can we go before we cease to exist here? Many people have that fear. Many people have that hope. And I say that to you with a great sense of purpose. For in recognizing that we cannot continue to adapt to this material-oriented environment, to this ego-driven society, many feel the stifling of our soulful creativity. Which is the denial of our true purpose. And it is purposeful to have this moment of intensity on the earth plane. Because this is where we choose to shift our reality. When we no longer can allow ourselves to exist so far from our truth. Those are the moments where we are pushed into a state of surrender. And what so many have found is the surrender is the surrendering of the mind, of logic, of the great sense of certainty the intellect gives us. It is that time in history that this transition is being guided by the higher aspect of self, 
the Christ light in each and every soul on the earth plane is illuminating for the individual the fears, the doubts, the angers, the assumptions and judgments that keep them from their truth. And you know many of them feel such an attachment to those identifying factors of their individuality that they are having difficulty recognizing that they are being instigated in such an intense manner now to be recognized for the lack of authenticity they bring to this human experience for the rigidity of thought that confines their ability to create from truth and the divisive way it imposes a sense of separation in this illusion What people are not recognizing is this is a moment of redirection, redefinition for the human being. And as always, the intensity comes forth to give the human being the opportunity to choose the direction that it will manifest from going forward. The shift is inevitable, dear ones. We are an ever-evolving energy of creativity. And as you look back through the generations of time and prehistory, you can see all the many ways we have chosen to be here as human beings. All the many different physical world experiences we have been gifted with. And to think we have yet to explore our true divine nature in this human experience. We have been working through the limitations of logic. We have been creating from the energies of fear and uncertainty. And we have worked through so many of the inconsistencies of those energies and feel complete in our experience there. So now imagine a soul, a collective soul, looking to create a reality based on truth, based on transparency, based on recognition of oneness. These are the illuminating intentions you look to hold now. For this is where we begin to create once again from a space of authenticity. Not from the illusional interpretation of restriction that we've been working with. Again, our attachment to what is keeps us from embracing what could be. So we must each individually look to see what are we so attached to here in this material realm and how does it define goodness? How does it inspire purpose? Or where does it limit your ability to create freely? Everything you see happening on the earth plane now is a call to action from the soul. Bombard the fear with certainty. Engage the hate from an energy of love. Integrate this awareness with great permanency. So that becomes your reactionary process. <clears throat> when come, someone comes at you with fear, 
You don't match their fear. You don't engage them at that same level, but rather you embrace them from a place of detached compassion. Detached so that you don't own their fear. So you don't take it on and identify with it. A compassion that could sit as the observer and allow another to process the fear. Holding the space of compassion says to this other, I am love and I know you are love. And I know in this moment you are confused by the fear in your field. But as I hold this space of love, I remind you of who you are and I illuminate the way back to you. I gift you this awareness for I know that it works and I know that each of you in your own way can find this true state of compassion for those existing in the fear now, for those riddled with the uncertainty of this ever-changing future. Let's begin by embracing change. Let's begin by recognizing the growth available through change. Let us understand change as an evolutionary process we have come to experience and recognize that the aspect of the human being that resists the change is the intellectual mind that looks for control through conformity. Conformity of thought, conformity of action, conformity of being. And then recognize how far from our truth, the truth of the creative energy that we are, this expectation of our existence is. See those fighting in hate, fighting in anger, as the ones representing that intellectual inclination to control through conformity. And recognize that this is the moment that we are coming to the realization of our individual potential. And that the only way we will ever realize that potential in this human experience is through nonconformity. because we are each so uniquely defined, so purposefully creative. And it is time for human beings to realize how they limit themselves, how they hold themselves back from their true divine potential because they just can't believe it because it's just not condoned here. Not in this rigid structure that says we must focus on the material, that we must accumulate, that we must amass some material fortune to feel validated in our human experience. Oh dear ones, haven't we seen enough of that? Haven't we recognized the limits of that? And haven't we realized that those that are truly rich in this society are the ones that are free from it? Are the ones that have no attachment to it and look for acceptance from no one outside of themselves? For only within you can you feel the real alignment with the creative energy of the soul that you are, of the source that moves through you. And only when you feel guided by the divine in you 
Do you recognize the worthlessness of money and the material attachments of this world? So see, every aspect of this human experience from the divine in you Recognize the illusion for the illusion. See how you create this right reality to challenge you to know your divinity. In every experience you have, have that thought. Ask yourself, this human experience that I am having, where is it that I can find a sense of my divinity through this experience? Where am I denying my divinity? because of my attachment to this experience or some desired outcome. You must be the one to work through the inconsistencies of the intellectual interpretation of you. That is the journey of life, dear ones. It is your soul looking to come forth now with no limits. And what you will experience in life now are the experiences that will show you your chosen limits. The areas of attachment to this current definition of being human that restrict your ability to feel entitled to be your truth. Look for that in all experience. Look for that in everything that challenges you now and feel entitled. Feel entitled to dismiss it all. All that you ever thought you had to be that does not honor who you are as the love that you are. The creative energy of life that you are. I totally love the part um, that just came through. It was just such a powerful phrase for me that said, if you really look at our society, uh, the richest people are the ones that are free from it. (laughs) That was like a slap. It was like just like this energy, like of like really bringing awareness to in society, what we really put value into what our current, perception of worth and value is and I think as a whole how far off from our truth it really has come yeah you know Leah what that reminds me of it just always blows me away when I started this whole channeling Reiki spiritual journey thing I remember um for a while there I was living off my savings and I drew a line in the sand and said all right when I get to this you know, this point, I'm going to have to go back and get my old job back, you know, like threatening spirit, like, you know, I don't start making a living at this stuff. I've got to go get my job back. Well, you know, I got to that line in the sand and you know how spirit is. They pushed me right past (laughs) it. I was going to say, and you went right right past past it. it. (laughs) And I sat down here one day and said, all right, you know, spirit, if I don't start making money, I'm going to get that job back. What do you want me to do? And I will never, this was the time of 10, 11 years ago, whatever, I will never forget when they said, go volunteer. I was like, what? I got bills to pay. I got things to, you know. And, you know, sure enough, that day I run into somebody who's going to volunteer at the adult daycare in Boca. And I went. They were going to do give Reiki for free. And I said, oh, how coincidental that I would run into somebody doing that and saying they need help. So I go. And I will never forget it. I go there and there's all people with Alzheimer's dementia and you know they barely knew I was there but when we got into the Reiki and they got all calm and quiet and the exchange was phenomenal you know when you do Reiki when you're in that situation and you're giving I just felt like these souls were giving more back to me I felt like I got paid a million dollars in that hour I will never forget that experience because it was like it showed me what it really felt like 
you know, no amount of money would have ever made me feel as aligned with who I was supposed to be as I did in that moment. And I, I, I went back every Friday for two years and funnily enough, all of a sudden people started coming for channeling and paying me for channeling without me putting it out there like that. It was, it was um, divine reciprocation. You know, it was the way where I got to understand how this all works. Right. Like, like you mentioned in the channel that you create the space of love within you and then it will come to you. It's like when you were coming from that space of I need to pay my bills, I need money, I need to be rewarded in the material world yeah. for my work. You, you, you know, that's the energy your, your whole reality is there. And then you shift your reality into you know, the reward is giving, the reward is the exchange, you are, you become this space of love, then the abundance and and everything comes into your space. That was it. It was the fact that they couldn't even communicate to me. So they couldn't pay me and they couldn't even say thank you. That felt wonderful. Mm -hmm. It was the exchange between souls that was so pure. I was like, oh, this is what it's all about. Totally. I love that. And I also just wanted to touch on something. It was a little while back in the channel, but it resonated with me to address it because when we speak of Easter in this time of year, as the channel said, it is a Christian belief system or practice in, in that specific religion. And and we sit here on this show not uh, promoting or practicing a specific religion. We honor all beliefs and, and all religions really especially myself as an interfaith inner spiritual reverend i've studied all religions or most of them and and appreciate what it is it offers to each individual why at their point in that life in this life that they've chosen that belief and how it's serving them and i appreciate clarifying that whatever resonates with you whether it's a different religion, a different practice, or even like it suggested, creating something new for you that sounds right, that fits for you in, in this current moment, we support that and honor your choice in that. So it's not that we want to push you practicing an e- Easter practice, <laughs> just that we're recognizing um, all the different energetic experiences and layers that we have as humans coming from history and our own choice and believing them so i I think it was beautiful that the channel pointed that out and i just wanted to readdress that um but like it also said here we are in this current state and oh i got that aha moment laura where i love it because it says like you know we're so much of uh right now is like fear and anger we've talked about this i think on a lot of our shows actually of course because it's prominent right now with the collective um but it's there to help us transform and you know it's like you have that aha moment because i'm like okay great so usually when we're triggered you know into a frustration or an anger or something like that it's based on uh our own expectation or thought process of how things should be or need to be or our own projected reality of confinements you know what I mean so it's like you know I always can think of my little babies (laughs) when they're behaving a certain way and I get frustrated or angry it's because in my mental process I'm expecting that they behave a certain way right so I think you can apply that in any component of your life when you find yourself in anger you find yourself in frustration that you can use it as a trigger to become conscious and say, okay, okay, here I am in in this energy. Like, what am I carrying or what am I evolving? What can I see? How can I find the divinity in this moment to learn? Like the channel said, you know? So it's like, oh, I get it. I'm so excited. (laughs) You know, if you look at it as tools, shift the way you see anger and shift the way you see fear um, and don't, you know, rather than hold on, holding them, you know, look at them as a trigger and say, oh, I see you. How can I shift? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Laura's okay. taking over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, here's something here. Because this is what you want to see, Leah. The idea that when somebody comes at you with anger, the reactionary process imprinted in the intellect at this time is to react in anger. Can you see that? Can you see how easy that is for the average human being to adapt? and address the anger with anger. 
thinking I can match you there. I can meet you there. I can own that level of consciousness and I can play in that field with you. And we've been doing that for centuries. For centuries we have been approaching anger with anger. And for centuries we, cre we, we recreate the same situation. Oh, with the different details and different locations on the earth plane, but ultimately we continue to fight ourselves because we haven't rectified the purposefulness of the experience. We have not come to realize that this anger begs us to engage it and transmute it from a much more expansive level of consciousness. It's an opportunity. Do you see that? Can you see that? And can you use that now? There's a tremendous fear moving through the earth. There are those that are representing the energy of fear for all of you to see. You call them ISIS, ISIL. You call them the Islamic State. You call them many different names. They are the ones willing to be the projection of the energy of fear and anger in this world so that humanity can see it, can see what has been lurking beneath the surface of the human condition for generations. It is now prevalent, so prevalent it can be, cannot be denied, cannot be relegated to that area of the world over there. It has now come to the point where we as a collective realize that we need to collectively shift and redefine our reality so that it cannot sustain that low frequency of fear. So it cannot be defined by that energy. But the human being must realize that that power lies within themselves and they do not believe that, not yet. This is the moment we're being challenged to know that. Can you take the challenge? Can you stand up to the fear in you and believe that's enough? Can you believe that if the majority of the human condition denies the fear the right to affect their identity, it cannot. Can you believe when we pull together in a united front and hold ourselves accountable to the frequency of our intentions that we can sustain a frequency that can redefine this human experience? How many avatars do you need to see the truth of the availability of that power within the individuals manifesting as human beings. Can you exist from that level of truth that recognizes the oneness to the point of feeling entitled to work with it, to work within it, to redefine the experience as we're in the experience it is the most profound effort any generation can ever extend here in this human experience. And you are here to be a part of that. So each time a fear asks for your attention, allow it to be a part of your experience, but not a defining part. A trigger to move into the faith. A moment of recognition of a sense of separateness. Because that's what fear is. It reminds you you've gone too far from the truth of the divine you. Hmm. Yeah, that's amazing. I, I process that a lot and, and try and integrate it. The um, 
energy of reaction or the action of reaction that I think like the channel just mentioned, we do. Someone comes with you, comes to you with anger, you react with anger. Uh, and it's a reactive state. So I try to, in my own life practice, be aware. And I know a lot of theology suggests in, you know, consciousness and enlightenment, all that stuff we like to talk about. <laughs> uh, there's that moment right before you go into a reaction where you can make a conscious choice you can call in love and you and you can you know hold that space um and i love even that ice is coming up it's like a you know a amplified expression of this fear that we have a, as a whole are it's not that we are separate from them it's just they are souls choosing to reflect what is an experience we have all created here on earth together and sitting behind Laura's shoulder is a sign of peace that says to bring peace to earth strive to make your own life peaceful so it's saying that we need to know and believe that the power of peace rests inside of ourselves that the practice and the ability to become peace within is exactly what will create peace on earth. And it's not about going out and forcing peace. It's about honestly putting yourself in alignment with it and existing in it. That will transform earth. And we have that power. Mm -hmm. I'm really excited to have that power. <laughs> what a wonderful power to have. <laughs> right, Laura? Let them wrap. Yeah, I think. So we're moving into the end of our channel. Um, our hour segment comes to a close. I could stay in this energy and talk about it for endless hours. <laughs> but this show has an end. So let's just see, Laura, do you have anything to bring into closure yeah, with for us today? Mm -hmm. Well, this is your challenge now. You have the awareness you have the sense of the divine in you. You have the recognition that we are in a moment of transition. So remind yourself on a minute-by-minute -minute basis that you are the creator of this reality and that the creative life force energy moves through you and that your filter affects the frequency of the manifestation of that creative energy. So it is up to you, dear ones. Can you hold your thoughts accountable to your inclination as a soul to be peace, to be love? Can you work through the inconsistencies of the mind by bringing yourself to a place of unconditional acceptance of all life experience, being divinely inspired and purposeful? That awareness alone shifts the frequency of thoughts always, no matter what you are being challenged with, if in that moment you can shift from the feeling of anger or pain or fear or uncertainty, if you can shift by bringing that idea that this too is divine, that there is purpose here for me, and that I may someday come to the awareness of the purposefulness of this moment but in this moment the best I can do is hold a space of compassion compassion for the soul that I am for the human being I am allowing myself to experience that dear ones is a shift that can transmute the fear into inspiration and divine awareness. And that's what you are looking for now. The connection to the divine that reminds you that this is real. That this is not an illusion, that this is not a story written in a book thousands of years ago. But this is our reality. We are the divine, expressing as physical human beings, and we are existing in a time where we no longer want to experience separation, where we no longer need to feel the separation of ourselves, where we are willing to know our divinity in this human experience, and we are willing to use the energies of those that have come before as an example, as an example of what we could be. We will take this time 
and we will know the energy of Jesus as a source of inspiration. We will know the lifetime of that human being as an example of what is available to all human beings and we will, we will reach deep into the divinity that exists within us and we will ask for the dynamic process of self-realization to come forward so we may confirm for our logical mind the availability of spirit here in this physical world. Well, I could listen to that five times over. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to us today, guys. Uh, enjoy this time of evolution and process, bringing awareness and peace on earth. And you can check us out on social media outlets for more information about upcoming channels and shows. That's Laura Morante on Facebook and Leah Fortner. Or you can check out my Instagram at Miss Leah Love, all one word, to find out anything we have coming up. So light and love. Thanks for tuning in.